Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation. I want to show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader need to become that advocate in growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high stake situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. Welcome, this is Leaders with Leverage. This is a solo episode. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, And thank you for reaching out and telling me um, kind of your feedback and what your experience is. It's so fun to do this and tell a story and then have people say, oh my gosh, this is how that affected me and this is what I do. And I just love getting the feedback about how this is having impact for you. So keep it coming, keep it coming. I want to talk about Now, I just jumped on because I just got off talking to my copywriter um, about some work, some stuff I'm working on. And we were talking about this idea of no and this relationship with no. And so I was telling him why it's so important. It got me so excited because there's so much, there's so much to know, not K-N-O-W. There's so much to N-O. And we don't even realize it. And sometimes when we open up our eyes to understand and have this awareness, it changes our ability to move forward. And no is this this thing that we avoid. It's super interesting. We have this relationship with no. We believe, and research supports this, we believe that no is easier for others to say. We believe that. We believe that it's like on the tip of their tongue and they're just ready to state it. Yet we live understanding that it's hard for us to say no. You know, it's hard for us to say no when, you know, you're at a social situation with people and maybe you get invited to do something else with a group of people and it wasn't, isn't something you really enjoy doing, but you say, sure. And then why it saying no is just hard. And it's not, it's how you say it. It's, it's, understanding that no doesn't have to be delivered just with those two two letters. No, and then you walk away. There's ways to also move through no. And I'll talk a little bit about that. But we believe that it's easy for others, but yet we understand that it's hard for us. Guess what? Research shows that people will avoid saying no. So and it, th- there's been a lot of studies that have shown this over and over again. One is Carnegie Mellon. Um, it's not a study, but something they do with their, their PhD students every um, semester is they have them try to ask for more, negotiate wherever they could. And I, this is what kind of really enlightened or enlightened it for me was, and what they found was Everywhere they go through that whole semester, just having the intention to ask for something more, push beyond what is advertised, they get something more wherever they go, except the gas station. 
So think about that. Everywhere there's an opportunity to ask for something additional. I'm not saying, I'm not proposing that we have to do that all the time, but just think about that conceptually. Adam Grant also was um, challenging this assertion. And there was a podcast. His example was he actually went to a Cinnabon. If you know what that is, there's, you know, a retail Cinnabon, Cinnamon Roll vendor or company. And he asked them to not only change the way the Cinnabon looked, so don't make it normal, make it look different because he wanted to have it as a cake for his wife. So I think they, he had them put it in a heart shape or something. And you, you heard the interaction and the guy, he didn't say no. He just kept going on with all these things that Adam kept asking for. At the end of it, Adam even asked for it for free. And so it was just so interesting because we believe that it's easy for other people to say no, but it's proven that that is inaccurate. So what happens? So we avoid hearing it. So we don't even ask. And we don't even realize at some level that that's what we're afraid of. We don't consciously, because if we were, if we would say, what's the worst thing that could happen? Them saying no might even enlighten us or give us the courage to move forward. So I'd challenge you to really think about what is your relationship with no? And when you avoid hearing it, what you're doing is you're getting it more. By not asking, you're closing the door to any possibility. I worked with, I was talking to a woman I had met for the first time. She had heard me speak somewhere and she was telling me that some of the things that I talked about, no, um, she put into action. And just to get some context, she's in her 60s and she was asked, she was getting a new role uh, at a new company. And she said, for my entire life, I had never countered in, uh, for any job that I did. And she goes, they didn't even flinch. They didn't even react negatively. They just said yes. Oh my gosh, you could just see her go, my whole life, I've been avoiding this because of this. And look at, you can almost see the opportunities that, that then her her current self went back to, to think, oh, if I only would have asked, I would have known more. So I want you to think about that. Don't leave something uncovered. Think about and ask yourself, why am I not moving forward? What am I avoiding? And if it is no, all right, what happens if they say no? Hey there, love this podcast? I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. So say you ask for something like my my story that um, I tell all the time was my me and my peer Dan were getting new offices and they were exactly the same and the only difference was Dan's was at the end of the 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 hallway which was a corner office it was more prestigious than mine and I went to ask for the corner office now had I not asked. I didn't get a no, but gosh, it felt so uncomfortable to 
ask for the corner office. It felt so selfish. I even thought while they went to go get the answer for me, I even thought they're going to fire me. They're going to fire me because I'm so selfish. They gave me a great new office, yet I'm still wanting more. And they didn't give me the corner office. They gave me a pathetic excuse. They said that the reason that Dan got the corner office is because he was further from the executive team. And so they liked me better. And that was enough. I just got an answer. I was glad that I pushed through. But when we assume that we aren't worthy, we don't move forward. So I want you to really think about what is making you afraid. And if it's hearing no, think about this. When you hear no, so say you go and you ask for more money um, or and you counter. Say this woman went in and encountered and they said, no, I can't do that. So she has an opportunity to go, okay, I understand that and push further to try to get a little bit more. Well, can you meet me halfway? Is there anything else I can get? You're giving the opportunity for them to give you something else. You're signaling, I want something more. So they're more likely to give you something else. So you shouldn't just say, okay, never mind. Let me sign. Think of it as being curious. All right, I understand. Can you give me, can you help me understand why? So I can get what I need out of this. Um, there is there no more budget? Is there maybe an opportunity for me for us to talk about how I could get an increase in this certain time? Like even talking through, you can help the other person tr- troubleshoot in their mind to get you what you need. They're not hearing selfish. They're trying to hear how can I get to yes. And the other thing that does. So you you can get other opportunities. You're also signaling for the future. So say you ask for more money, but they're not able to give it to you and you get something else. Great. You can remind that boss later, hey, listen, remember I wanted more when I started. I'm really expecting more in this next increase. And even when you don't say that, you're giving that person some leverage to use when that increase comes around. And they say, you know, Susie wanted more when she first started. She's doing a great job. I think we should think about bumping up her opportunity here. You allow people to think about you and they understand you're signaling that I want more. When, I, when you stay silent, they just think that I'm happy. I learned that through that office experience because they always considered that Dan would push back. Dan would ask for more. So they gave him the best thing. They always knew that Susie would just get what they, what I was given and she wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't ask. So I was the path of least resistance. So just by not asking, you're signaling, it's not important to you, but you can be seeding these ideas and opportunities to people. So At the core of integrating negotiation into your everyday, one thing you could do today is think about your relationship with no. And I challenge you, push yourself to hear it more. And if you hear it, don't say, oh my gosh, never mind. Because we also believe, and this is research-based too, that no, when somebody says no, they mean no, never. But most of the time they mean, no, not right now. Or, you know, it's not an absolute. So you need to push through that. 
The other thing is when somebody says no to us, they're not able to make that introduction. They're not able to meet for coffee. They're not able to make that meeting. We believe they don't want to ever interact with us, but really for whatever reason, we might not have uncovered it. They had to say no in this moment. So when you come back to them and ask again, they actually want to, they, they kind of remember that they said no before and they're more likely to say yes the second time. So when we hear no, never, we're making an assumption and we're reading the mind of somebody else and we're not mind readers. So really check your relationship with no. So you need to hear it more. When you hear it, ask more questions about, help me understand. What does that mean? Is that no right now because the budgets are tight? Let's talk about when that could be a yes. If it's, I want to lead this next project and you get a no, what do I need to do in my experience, in my, um, what do I need to do to get better, to get at that point, to get there? And then on the other side of it, are you saying no enough? I have a really, really great friend, Regina. She's been on the podcast. I've never seen a human be able to say no in the most loving way. She'll, when even socially, you know, if she doesn't want to participate in something that's upcoming, she will just say, you know, that sounds like a lot of fun, but it's just not my thing. But thank you so much for inviting me. Whereas I would just be like, nope, don't want to go. You know, like I have courage to do that. No, has can also be delivered. But what are the things that you're doing that you should be saying no to? And think about that. It helps you appreciate no more. So hear it more and say it more and really evaluate your relationship with no, because if you think about it as the answer you want to hear, that means you're advocating for yourself and it means there's more to learn. It's not the door stopping you from moving in. So this is, this is an important one. What is your relationship with no? Thank you for so much for joining me. Reach out to me. Tell me about your relationship with no. Let me know if you need to say it more, if you need to hear it more, how you've really tangibly challenged yourself to push forward so that you can advocate for yourself in whatever way you need to, whatever way you want to. And it then also signals that permission to others. This is Leaders with Leverage. Um, feel free to give us a rating. Feel free to uh, write something so other people find us. If you enjoyed this and you think somebody else could benefit from understanding no or thinking about no for them, share it with them. Show them that you were thinking of them. It's a great way to uh, build a connection and uh, help people know that you were thinking of them. Thanks for joining me. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development, and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. 
Head to the link in the show notes for more, and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today. 